Hey guys, welcome to episode 18 of the podcast. 18. Today, we're going to be talking about leadership. Yes, sir. I want to ask you a question. Do you think you're a leader in your life or not? Do you think you are a leader? Because I feel like a lot of people are living in an unconscious like cycle of just work, sleep, entertainment, work, sleep, entertainment, and just accepting their situations and I feel like to incorporate a leadership mindset, like I am in control of what I do. I am a leader. I'm going to lead. Mm. That then will help you dreams. That will then help you to maybe manifest those dreams and actually take those steps because you've now adopted a different mindset to the one that you had before. Yeah. From my perspective, leadership is looking at life with the perspective of it's not what happens to you that's really important. It's how you deal with it. So leadership is taking responsibility for the different aspects and the different parts of your life and thinking, how can I influence them? Because good lead- leadership is, is based in your ability to influence things, right? You're, you taking responsibility yeah. and, and acknowledging the fact that you have power to influence the different parts of your life. And what we're going to talk about in this episode is a few of the principles rooted in the mindset of how you can accomplish this. So I've got like a list of principles from a book that I made a very long time ago based off a really cool book called Extreme Ownership. Um, And it's all about leadership. It's written by a guy called uh, Jocko Willink, who like served in the military and was like a proper commander. And I'm not giving him proper credit right now, but yeah, Yeah. sick guy. So the first principle is there's no bad teams. There's only bad leaders. Second one is it's, it's not what you preach. It's what you tolerate. So I, I think we should just stop and just talk about those. I yeah. want to hear what you think about those for now, those two. <coughs> so there are no bad leaders. There's no bad teams, only bad leaders. I thousand percent agree with that. Because any, any, if a group of people decide, have an objective and they're all on the same wavelength uh, to like complete that objective and the person that's leading them, it literally... The person that's leading them, um, if they're bad, the objective is not going to be obtained. If they're good, it will. But this is the thing, like, uh, do you know what? In my head, I mess, I, I like, I messed it up and I circled around. So you can do anything that you want to do if you have that mindset right but if a leader who's leading you has a effed up mindset and doesn't like it doesn't lead the team properly then these results that's just i think that's self-explanatory to be honest with you like i just think that's self-explanatory if there's a yeah that's just what yeah I yeah no bad teams i think what that is saying though is well okay maybe not what that's saying but my interpretation of that my perspective on that is that a lot of people try to reject authority because they've experienced bad leadership and they think that authority people in authority are just people that are telling you what to do and are not actually doing any work themselves. Whereas I look at leadership as you are to a degree trying to shape where the whole team is going, but it's about like overlooking the overall mission. When you're in the trenches, you can't see the big moves that the other team is making, that the other, that the enemies are making. You can't see that because you're in the trenches. So a good leader needs to be able to see from the outside. But obviously that is like a function in itself. And to to Mm. say that's not a function that, oh, we could all just work that out together. 
I don't I don't think that's true. I think you need someone who's just like overseeing. Yeah. And that's good leadership is is like what like we said, it's not what you preach, it's what you tolerate. Principle number two. So right. you could be saying all of these things, but then doing something else. Exactly. You, you got to be consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Like a good yeah. leader sets like the culture of the team. Like it sets the tone, if you will. Um, yeah. Well, that and, comes on to principle three leaders right. set and enforce standards. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Because uh, if you're a good leader, you, it's like an odd. Okay. If there is a great leader, if you observe a great leader, you can understand that the community that they have built, there's respect. There's like from, from the community to the leader, there's respect, there's um, attention that like they pay attention to you. Like they listen to what you say, but because of that, the leader has to, like you said, it has to, they have to enforce certain principles that they will not like, that they are going to, um, and certain standards that they upkeep, which then gives them the respect and gives them the community like paying attention to them. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like being a leader is such a big thing. Like it, it, you can influence so much. It's just how you influence it. And yeah, because ultimately there's a chain of command and how you Mm. treat your like inferior, you know, is going to determine how they're going to treat their inferior to a degree. But it's not saying that you're inferior to me in terms of like your value. You're just less experienced. There you go. So you build, you go up the chain of command with the amount of experience you have and your ability to influence and, and, and communicate with others. And I think if you're someone who has like excellent communication skills and you're very focused and and you're on it, then you're going to be able to progress up that chain of command much quicker because you're learning and you're present and, you know, you're going to be much more on it than these other people who are not focused, not on it, not present, not actively working on their, their own skills. So I think you need to aim to understand leadership, even if you're at the lower levels, because the goal is to get there. You want to be not only leading yourself, but hopefully leading and influencing others. Yes. yes. Nail on the head, son. Yeah. Nail on the bloody head, mate. Yeah. So um, <laughs> principle four is most people want to win. I think that's, that's pretty much true. Yep. Um, junior leaders are essential. So junior leaders, I think this is a really important point. Because and this is kind of overlooked. Like, when if you're like a a bigger leader, if you're a bigger leader, like a CEO or something (laughs) like that, a manager, you want to delegate things and have people that have kind of like titles of responsibility. Like, oh, this is this is your responsibility because then it makes people feel important. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I have responsibility here, and then you're not not only are you lightening the load on your own shoulders, but you're giving people the basic skills of how to be a leader, but just done in a smaller. Uh, capacity yeah yeah Yeah, smaller scale exactly and what separates i think what separates a good leader from a bad leader is it's like it's not what they do when everything's going great it's what they do when things aren't great how does that leader influence the the team to if the sales are not bad uh, sales are not great how does the leader bring that up how did how do they motivate how do they do you know what i mean inspire yes well, that's the whole thing about the principle of composure, right? Because yeah, it's like, exactly, yeah. if you can't keep a cool head when things are going crazy in a battle, in a restaurant, you know, in a retail oh. store, if you can't keep a cool head, your employee, your the staff underneath you are not going to keep a cool head either because no the whole energy will transfer. And like, I've worked in different places 
where the the leadership is different mm-hmm. and you can clearly see that it affects the staff differently because the staff yeah. are just in a completely different place and that's that comes on to principle six leaders identify weaknesses mm-hmm. so if the leader has realized that the staff are getting stressed it's like oh okay we need to work on composure yeah this yeah. is an important thing for us to work on mm-hmm. yeah and this is and yeah yeah so yeah just yeah so something. principle seven extreme ownership applies to almost everything so extreme ownership is this concept that i'm gonna own every different aspect of the the mission that i can so if i if i look at myself as a leader like i'm gonna look at my life and think okay i'm gonna own absolutely everything even if it's being influenced by outside sources how can i take responsibility for this and how can i own it and change it and influence it because that's what we're talking about leadership is influence understanding what makes influence i think like a big part of that is persuasion being able to persuade thousand percent massive massive massive. the ability bro the ability because i just going back i'll link it to like a sales job that i did the ability to persuade someone to buy a product that they necessarily didn't even think they were needing is so powerful because you can literally shape a person's perception about something that they didn't even have in their brain at, in the first place. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in sales, you call it like in selling, you call it turning a red customer into a green customer. Right? Mm. It's a very powerful skill. And that's going to help you with anything in life, anything. Like say if you need a job and you, and you see a manager of a company that you like, if you, got, if you have them enough confidence to go up to them and actually explain to them, why you want this job and da, 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 and you're good at persuading then mate you might also you might there's a high chance you're gonna be from that just because you you made them think mm, this is a good candidate they made me think about what they do you know what i mean what they're about your energy yeah sense that's a very important skill to have mate in life definitely and i just want to link um there's a really good book on communication called five stars and one of the things they talk about in this book um is pathos logos and ethos and these are like really old ideas about Mm. how to persuade and i can't remember exactly who said it um but basically basically it means emotion logic and authority so you have to you have to try and provoke emotion yeah thousand percent you have to adhere to like logic and science and then also coming from a place of authority is like necessarily having like an educational background or maybe referencing scientific literature, right? You're yeah, coming just, from a place of facts. scientific authority. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the next concept I want to talk about is, is the idea of good. This is a phrase that like Jocko Willink talks about when mm-hmm. things are going bad and you're like losing your composure and maybe something goes wrong. It's easy to focus on the problem. And we talk about this all the time. Don't focus on the problem. Focus on, like we say, principles. And that principle is good. Because when you're saying good to yourself, you're like, hmm, what's good about this? So let's say maybe I'm at work and we get really busy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, most people would be like, oh, no, we're really busy. But I want to be like, good. This is an opportunity for me to work on my composure. Yes. Yeah, this is flipping the mindset. Whereas That's most people me. panic. And this is why you're staying calm because your internal conversation is dictating what you're expressing externally. So people are going to look at you and be like, he's calm. He's cool as a cucumber. Yeah. And, and because you're in that state, your ability to perform in the moment 
gets better because people that don't talk to themselves correctly get panicked and get frustrated and then they make silly mistakes. So not only are you busy, but also you're making mistakes, which is then compounding and just putting you into a spiral. Whereas we're trying to spiral upwards, momentum, keep growing. And the fact that I'm so calm, I'm like learning more in the moment about different things. I'm able to, because I'm so calm, I can have like, I can take that extra step and form a connection with customers because I'm relaxed. That's if I'm like stressed out, I'm not thinking about like asking the customer how, they, how their day is going and just having a little cool chat with them. That's it. And I feel like just to go back into the point where you said about just the principle of good. Yeah. Like that, that, that attitude to have to, um, the attitude that you have towards things. Like a leader, I'll go back to like the leader bit. A leader yeah. is someone who goes, who's not afraid to go on the attack, not afraid to kind of grasp an opportunity um, that may seem kind of scary to, in order to evolve. Um, a lot of people are on the defensive. A lot of people are just on the defensive in general. Um, a link that to support that point would be like your brain is designed to keep you safe. Like if you step out your comfort zone, your brain's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We were comfortable here, mate. What's going on, right? And someone who isn't a leader is always just going to be on the defensive with that. Like it's not, they're not really going to try so many things. Or, but a leader has that attitude of if something happens and it's not, someone else might say it's not um, an ideal situation. They're like, good, I like this, I'm gonna embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's an important thing, mate. That's actually a very good point. Yeah, yeah. So try and apply the concept of good to situations. Whenever you get some bad news um, in terms of like when you're trying to complete your mission, whatever your mission is, think good. And then try and tell yourself that something that's good because what you can do is condition your own brain to search for the positive in a situation rather than the negative. Because we know, we've talked about this, that we were going to do this episode on natural drives, but we thought now we're not going to do that. But a natural drive, like Asai said, is this like idea of the comfort zone. So that will, you're going to, you're going to be pushed. Oh, I lost my point. Where was I? Um, you mentioned natural drive. Um, yeah. And then you, oh, you're going to go, uh, I can, we're going to go off into a direction, but I can't even fully. No, it's all right. You know what? It's all right. Yeah. I made some good points anyway. We'll, we'll just keep going. So yeah. leaders, principle nine is leaders don't make excuses, right? You don't want to make excuses because if you're making excuses, you're then saying you're, you're allowing this external thing to be, to take responsibility for why you didn't succeed rather than looking internally. And even if, it was the responsibility of the external thing that did actually cause, you know, the, the failure in the mission, right? You looking internally only creates positives. Like you only learn and grow from that. So it's, it's, this is why we're trying to say to foster this mentality of extreme ownership and not making excuses, focusing on the positive things. It's going to help you succeed in so yeah. many different ways. I like that point because literally, um, I can attest to that. So when I had my team, the people underneath me that was selling, I, I remember when I wasn't selling as much as they were. And I blame, I, I remember one time, like I blamed the weather because it was raining. Um, it messed up my attitude. And then that's why I wasn't selling. And I remember when I said it, one of my top, top sellers, like he looked at me and he gave me the look of, don't do 
you know what I'm saying? Like, cause we were in front of the new guys and I was like, so I just was so filled with emotion that I was like, no, 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 it was because of this. And he yeah. And I yeah. thought, and he had a talk to, talk to me and he's like, Yo, bro, you're the, like, you're the manager, bro. Like, come on, man, you can't be sleeping on. And that, let me ask a bit, cause I was like, yeah, man, like you can't make excuses. Cause what that did that day is it sent a culture through the group that excuses are okay to make. Yeah. When in reality, no, they weren't. So when I came next, yeah. when I came in the next day, I sold like a monster. Yeah. And it was the same weather conditions. And I said, yeah. and I, I like grabbed them before they went home. And I was like, let's have a group meeting. And I said, you guys, I understand that you saw me yesterday and I made an excuse. Same conditions today. Didn't make an excuse. Now look, the results are much better today. What I want to yeah, exactly. say to all of you guys is never make an excuse uh, thingy, uh, blah, blah, blah. Never make an excuse um always hold yourself accountable and after that day no excuses for like a year bro. yeah mate you link you touched on so many different principles there like it's not what you preach it's what you tolerate okay so right there you weren't you weren't preaching something but you showed that you tolerated making excuses so that but then you realized no i'm gonna identify my weakness so good leaders identify weaknesses which is what you did and then you didn't make an excuse you originally made That's an excuse but then were accountable enough to say I'm leaders don't, I'm not going to make this excuse and I'm going to improve. And the next point, point 10, is that victims don't win or improve. And this is key because if you have a victim mindset, which is like, which is just is, is blaming as much around you as you can. And, and you know what? It's a natural inclination for us to do this, to like, to just blame the external world. And it's so easy to do that. But it's also so unrewarding and unfulfilling to do that because it just means you're in this constant like tornado of life attacking you rather than like yeah. the feeling of feelings of confidence and positivity and momentum and strength come from being a leader and feeling like you have a sense of control and influence on your life. And I know that's not possible for everyone in this world because the degree to which your external environment is like chaotic that's going to seriously affect your ability to like control that. But it doesn't mean that you can't still try. And I think this podcast is obviously mainly aimed for people in the West who have kind of this, I think we just don't realize the abundance and opportunity that we have. That's it. Really? It's true. It's true. It's true. A lot of people have a very narrow um, vision on what life is because they haven't been open to the possible, the endless possibilities and endless different mindsets and endless different perspectives. Um, it's a crazy thing when you think about it, man, because there's 7 billion people on this planet, right? 7 billion is so many people. And out of those 7 billion, like everyone has a choice. Everyone has free will. So out of those 7 billion, like who, what is going to set you? Are you going to like, Cause I know everyone has it. Like you might see a quote or might, someone might say something cool to you in a day and you're like, wow, that was inspiring. But then some people let that inspiration fade off. Like, how are you going to keep the fire burning? Like, Oh no, these are questions you have to ask yourself. Like, are you a leader? That's why I asked you at the start of the episode. Are you a leader? Cause I wanted you to think about it. Yeah. What, what are you doing to lead? Well, we doing? talk about this thing drive, right? And drive is like building a fire. So yeah. motivation is like kindling. Exactly. Right? You get motivated and that can get the fire started. So maybe you like listen to a podcast and you get really motivated or you listen to some David Goggins or you read a book or you have a conversation with someone or you watch a motivational video. Any of those things can be like kindling. 
But then you think, okay, if I want to keep a fire burning, how do I do that? In real life, you feed it slowly, gradually build it, right? So you think, okay, how can I apply that to like what I'm thinking right now? Okay, I need to slowly build myself, gradually build momentum to the point where I'm turning into an absolute inferno and you can't stop it. But how do you do that initially? Yeah. You put little challenges in front of yourself. Boom, boom, boom. Little challenge here, grow here, grow here, grow here. And then that that momentum and that progress loops back ground because the person who's now attempting these challenges is a different person. Exactly. So your ability to attack those challenges improves based off your experience, based off the skills that you're learning and gaining from this. So yeah, yeah. Add that's more. how you build drive add more wood to the fire that's literally what it is like add yeah. more chippings and no matter how side no matter how and this is the thing it doesn't have to be a big log of wood every single time it could be a little, a little branch a couple of chippings at least you're adding something to the fire exactly something. if you're adding nothing to the fire the fire is burning out because the fire consumes energy yeah. it takes your energy to keep this fire going yeah. right so if, if you're not adding to the fire by like improving your diet improving your mindset then your fire is just going to get dimmer. And think about it. There's some people in society that turned into an absolute inferno and then completely burned out, right? That got super, super successful and then lost all their money, okay? So think about that. That's interesting in a lot of ways because you could develop, you could be turned into a forest fire and burn out, but guess what? You might be burnt out, but the amount of energy that you've laid down on that earth creates a, a, a massive foundation for you to then build a forest back up. Exactly. That's a very, 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 very important um, skill to have as a leader. You should understand that. If the skills that you have that it makes you a great leader, those skills stick with you for life. If you yeah. learn a skill, they, it sticks with you for life. And you can, those skills are transferable. If the foundation of your business in that certain industry or just foundation in general, but I'm just going to say in a certain industry has fallen and now, like Ethan just said, your inferno has, is, is out. Those skills that you learn to make you a great leader and everything that makes you a great leader, it's still there. It's not like they just went away with the business. So that's how people fail with a business and then build another one. Or they fail two or three businesses and then the fourth one is the one that's a multi-millionaire multi-millions um per annum like yeah you've got to understand over just because one idea failed like that doesn't yeah, it's not, not the end it's the beginning it's like that's when we that's when it. we said the other week about climbing mountains like climbing a mountain is an amazing thing but you don't climb a mountain for the view that you get at the top you climb the mountain because of what how how much you grow and learn and experience through the process of climbing the mountain and obviously being at the top of the mountain is awesome but that's not the reason why you did it right exactly. and you get to the top and then you get down there's another mountain right you keep going okay exactly. so then you're on the deep the deep the, the descent and i think life kind of does fluctuate like that yeah. um yeah yeah so i think we could summarize now so i would say you know just some important points in terms of leadership if you want to be a, a good leader like what are the what are the important attributes for you to have and we did we did an episode where we talked about the list of the different things like accountability, oh, resiliency, yeah. we did, we um, did. adaptability, emotional intelligence, um, resiliency, drive, yeah, yeah. 
um, empathy. You know, these are some of the key skills that you need to have. Like, I think communication is probably one of the one biggest of skills that you need to improve. If you want to be a good leader, you have to know how to talk to people and not only talk to them, influence them, right? Yeah, it's and uh, a good a good book for that is How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah, yeah. Because as a lead, like, just going back, I'm just literally, it's like a time machine, like going back to like, when I was just a rep and then when I was a leader and a manager, it's like the journey is such a beautiful journey, but the core of me didn't really change. Just, uh, just, I was just adding more wood to the fire. That's literally all it is. Like I remember, Oh man, that's crazy. Like I'm in a, I'm in a time capsule right now. Like one thing that's very important is. Understanding is very important because what is say that again, it just throws understanding, out. Understanding. understanding. Like, Say, for example, a person who performs on your team is doing really great, but there's certain things holding them back in terms of, I don't know, something wrong with their family or something. A bad leader will tell them, forget about your family. This isn't more important. Your sales are more important. You know what I'm saying? Or work. You're a human being at the end of the day. If, if, you're, if, if, if a manager, and this is why I was like that with my team is because my manager, my director, was like that to me and that shows that you care so when i see when i saw that my managing director cared i'm gonna care for my team and that honestly just them realizing wow this person cares they'll even do they'll put in a thousand percent more effort a yep. thousand you just gotta remember that life is still not everything is business it's all feeling like we were saying, influence, just just uh, hone in with that and you, you'll be all right, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally. But all yeah, right. run through the principles one, one more time so then they've got a little... Okay. And then... I'll just read straight through them. Yeah, yeah. There's no bad teams, only bad leaders. It's not what you preach. It's what you tolerate. Leaders set and enforce standards. Most people want to win. Junior leaders are essential. Leaders identify weakness. Extreme ownership applies to almost everything. Problems are good. Leaders don't make excuses. Victims don't win slash improve. They Take don't. responsibility. Always acknowledge failures. Focus on the mission. And that's it. Focus. Godspeed, everyone. Thank you very much for listening to another installment of the A Journal Through Time podcast. Yes. You can, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of those good stuff. My Instagram is A-S-I-I-I-V-N. That's three I's. Um, same with the Twitter. Ethan. Yes. I'm Ethan underscore P1998. Also, feel free to email us in at a journal through time at gmail.com. Yes. Um, if you have any questions, queries, you know, whatever you got, send it our way. All right. Peace. Peace.